0: and welcome to another episode of the legacy podcast i'm michael kidwell and i'm austin kidwell (laughs)
1: yeah
0: we do apologize it's been a while since we've um posted anything we do apologize a lot has been going on with a
1: lot has been going with um
0: our parents moving to Knox city um dad becoming the full-time pastor of a church. Very, very happy for both of them.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, you know, with them moving up there, they're having to adjust life without us, and we're having to adjust life without them, so we took a little bit of time off, but we're back. If you were listening last time to our podcast, we were talking about Moses, and we had a two-part episode about that, mm-hmm. uh, so we, I definitely encourage you to go back and check that out. It was really cool to go through the legacy of Moses, compare it to how our legacy could look, and uh, but we're going to be shifting gears. We're super excited about what we're going to be talking about here. Maybe this might become a multi multi part um, topic as well. If it does, that that's fine. We're going to see where the conversation leads us. Mm-hmm. Nothing scripted. We're just straight from the heart and uh, straight from the word. And in fact, that's exactly where we're about to go. So Michael, do you want to let them know what we're doing?
0: Yeah, so if you have a Bible, go ahead and grab it. And we're going to be in Romans chapter 6. And we're going to read. This is going to start being more of like a Bible study where we just kind of pick a chapter that um, is near and dear to us and we just kind of break it down and um, really apply it to our lives and see how um, it could be similar to some of you guys that listen. Um, and so we're just trying to get break it down as simple as um, possible. Yeah. So here we go, Romans chapter 6. It says, Well, then, should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of his wonderful grace? Of course not. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? Or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ in baptism, we joined him in his death also? For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was risen from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we are also, now we also may live new lives.
1: Yeah, so... For face value, this that portion of Scripture right there is talking about us dying to our sin. It's not talking literally about us dying and going to uh, the grave and everything like that, which, I mean, of course, at some point will happen. But what it's wanting us to focus on is our sin and the power that uh, is in our sin and mm-hmm. the importance that... Uh, It is to die to sin, and we're going to talk a little bit more about exactly what dying to our sin means.
0: Right. I like how in verse 1, it's like, should we keep sinning so that we can um, see God's grace? Like, excuse me, a thing that when I was a leader in the youth, I would always tell you guys, um... What's the point of just doing the same sin over and over and over again? And some um we would always have one kid, well, God's grace is enough, like he'll forgive me regardless. And that shouldn't be how you look at it. You should um that's not true repentance because repentance is, oh, I've done wrong. Now I'm gonna stop doing that. And Mm -hmm. um you almost get to a point where you're abusing the grace of God.
1: Well, and that's where it's imp- I think it's important to kind of define and figure out the true meaning of repentance mm-hmm. because if we're in a cycle of doing the same sin over and over and over again and we're just uh, fine with, you know, God's grace is going to continue to forgive me. Mm-hmm. He's going to continue to give me grace. So I'm going to continue to sin. Then you need to figure out real quick what repentance is. And if you have a true definition of repentance and you can realize what repentance is, I think that it could give you a different perspective and you might not want to pursue that sin Mm -hmm. that you're committing because repentance isn't forgiveness. Forgiveness, you know, you could forgive someone for something and they will most likely do it again. Or you can ask God for forgiveness, Mm -hmm. but in the back of your mind you know that you're just going to end up probably doing it again, or you already are thinking about when you're going to be doing that sin Mm -hmm. again. But when it comes to repentance, that is a life-altering, heart-altering decision Mm -hmm. to ask for forgiveness, but then take that next step of turning 180 degrees away from that sin and completely turn the opposite way, turn away from that sin, and not commit it any longer.
0: Mm-hmm. Just like um, Dad's one of dad's famous one-liners is, forgiveness is the prayer, repentance is the action you put forth after you've asked for forgiveness. Exactly. Repentance is you putting forth effort not to do that sin again. Yeah. Forgiveness is you doing the prayer, repentance is you putting forth the work. And so we're going to continue. We read up to verse 5, so we'll start here in verse 5. It says, Since we have been united with him in his death, we will also be raised to life as he was. We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. For when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. And since we died with Christ, we know we will also live with Him.
1: So I think right here, it's super important to realize the power of the blood. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, we're recording this on Communion Sunday, where we just talked about the blood and the importance of it and the power behind it, and we even sang a song about the power in the blood. Mm -hmm. But it's super important, I think, to um, realize the power in the blood because... You know, we talked about repentance, but a lot of times, and I think we've even talked about this in the podcast before, but a lot of times we might find ourselves dead in our sins. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is we are, like we just said, in a cycle of doing these sins so much that we're just completely dead in, mm-hmm. in these sins. But there's a difference between being dead in your sin and being dead and um, and dying to mm-hmm. your sins, giving handing them away. Right. And so that's why we ha- it's important to realize the power of the blood because that blood that Jesus mm-hmm. shed on the cross is the only way for us to be able to die to our sins. Right.
0: And, I mean, just like what it says in verse 6, about how um, our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ, so that sin might lose its power over our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people right now, that's what they're—they may feel that like I'm too far gone in this, like I'm too deep to get out. But yeah. your debt was paid. <clears throat> your you already have the victory. It's not like um you might have the victory or it'll um it'll be one day you already have the victory
1: yeah i mean it says it right here in verse 6 where it says we know that our old self meaning that it right here this text it's talking to believers mm-hmm. it's talking to christians right here cuz it's referring to our old self meaning life before christ And it's saying, we know that our old selves were crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. So it's talking to people that are Christians and that these people that are Christians and believers don't have to continue to live with the sin that they're Mm -hmm. living with. And I can even give you an example from myself um, of me being a, someone who's struggled with the, what this scripture is talking about right here is the fact that these are believers that are still enslaved by their sin. Mm-hmm. These aren't just people that are living without Christ and wandering around this world not knowing what's going on. Because of course those people are going to be enslaved to their sin because they don't know the truth. Right here, it's talking about the believers that are being enslaved to their sin. And it's saying that we don't have to be enslaved to our sin. We don't have to hold on to our sin. We don't have to keep committing these sins because they these sins are already dead. Mm-hmm. They died on the cross with right. Jesus.
0: And yeah, just like what it says in verse 7, for when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin.
1: Exactly. And I mean, and like I was saying, this... Is something that even me as a believer, I've struggled with in the past that, you know, there there's a sin that I've committed. Um, or maybe it's a sin that I keep committing um, that I, I'm just enslaved to. And mm-hmm. I don't, maybe I didn't even realize it at the time. Now looking back, I realized that I was just enslaved to that sin. And I felt like I, I just couldn't stop. Um but I had to be able to put myself in a position to realize, and it, it was, I wasn't even able to do it on my own. I had to go to somebody and ask for prayer mm-hmm. and ask for guidance because I was so lost and so um, enslaved to this sin that I, I had no answers for myself. And so this person was able to pray for me, and and they were able to. Just tell me, I mean, it was pretty much straight from this scripture that this, these sins that I'm living with that have bound me up mm-hmm. have already died on the cross. Right. My sin has already died, and I already have the victory. That's what it says in verse 7, for, for one who has died has been set free from sin. We are set free already mm-hmm. as believers, as people who have accepted Jesus in our hearts, we are set free, and we don't have to live in in bondage. We don't have to live right. as enslaved people to sin. But it's an action of giving it over to Jesus, mm-hmm. that that's what I was struggling with. Because maybe I might have known in the back of my mind that I was set free from my sins because I was a believer, but I didn't want to give it over. Maybe it's not that I didn't want to, but I was just struggling. And took other brothers to pray with me, give me guidance to be able to allow me to hand over that, that sin and, that, that, and release me from that bondage. So, continuing reading, uh, we read through verse 7. Going into verse 8, I'm going to change my version on my Bible real quick. I want us to have the
0: same version. I'm in the NLT.
1: NLT, okay. I was close. I was ESV. NLT. Okay, we're going to be in the same version now. Um, I'm going to go back to verse 7, so we'll read through. Verse 7 says, For when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. Verse 8. And since we died with Christ, we know we will also live with him. We are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead, and he will never die again. Mm-hmm. Death no longer has any power over him. Right here, I love what it says um, um, in verse 8, because it's putting, um, putting us into some action. Mm-hmm. And I, I love putting anything that we talk about, any works that we do, into action, because that shows our, our real faith. Just like Moses, that what we talked about. Right, right. right. His faith had to be activated through action. Mm-hmm. And it was some hard stuff he had to do. And in verse 8, it says, We know we will also live with him. I'm sorry, it's at the beginning of verse 8, it says, And since we died with Christ, our sin, died on the cross with Christ, mm-hmm. we know we will also live with him. So that means every single day we can live out our lives as live out our lives free from our sin and live our lives with Him. And it's awesome to know that we can live every single day, put our faith in action every single day with the God that has sent His Son on the cross to die for us, and we can live every single day with Jesus by our side. It's, it's an amazing thing to know, and it's, it's encouraging to be able to put your faith in action knowing that the, the God that gave you that uh, uh, freedom is right there with you and in verse 9 it says we are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead and he will never die again I love this part right here death no longer has any power over him mm-hmm. Jesus died on the cross for our sins three days later was raised from the dead and he has th- death no longer has any power over against Jesus, against God. And it's amazing to know that if we can live our lives free from sin, which I'm not saying we're going to be perfect because no one's perfect. The only perfect being was Jesus Christ who lived on this earth, you know, thousands and thousands of years ago. But if we can try to live our lives in the likeness of Jesus, Mm -hmm. putting our faith in action every day, Giving our sins over to Him, living, you know, without our bondage, without our past sins. Right. Then, we also will have the power over death. Meaning, not meaning that we're never gonna die on this earth, because mm-hmm. everyone will eventually die. That's on this earth. Right. What I mean by having power over death is that once we die we can spend eternity in heaven with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And and this isn't something that should be taken lightly at all because we are talking about eternity. This earthly vessel that we live in, this body that we live in, is going to be just the blink of an eye compared to the rest of eternity in heaven or hell, where, right. wherever we, whichever situation we've put ourselves in. And I encourage everyone who listens to make that decision to live eternity in heaven with Jesus because I know that someone out there listening right now is struggling with their bondage, struggling with that sin that feels like they're never going to go mm-hmm. away. And I'm encouraging you because I was able to do it, to be able to go to someone else, go to another brother, go to another sister, and confess your sins one to another ask them to pray for you and and i guarantee you god will work a, work something out in that situation that you could live free from that sin you can live out your life mm-hmm. free of free from those sins in the past not meaning that you're never going to sin again because that everyone will sin right but meaning that we can live christ like and and we can strive to be images of Jesus every single day, Mm -hmm. and that inevitably, at the end of our life, at the end of this road, we can spend eternity with Christ, which is so important.
0: Mm -hmm. And there might be people that are like, well, I don't want other people knowing my business. And like, it's not, it's not about that. And in fact, in verse Peter um, 5, verse 5, it says, God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all of your anxiety on him, because he cares for you.
1: I mean, it's so important. That's what I was struggling with. I was so prideful that Mm -hmm. I would have rather lived in my sin than confess it to somebody and share it with somebody so that they could help pick me up, because I couldn't have done it on my own. Right. I had to humble myself, and it was not easy to do. I had to humble myself, confess my sin, and it it wasn't easy. But Mm -hmm. again, I'm telling you, it was an amazing decision that I made because I was able to get encouragement, get prayer, and move on from that sin that was just holding me captive. Mm -hmm.
0: And in um, 1 Peter, if we keep going in chapter 5, verse 8, it says, Be alert and of sober mind. Firm and steadfast. I mean, right here in verse nine where it says, you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering.
1: Someone out there is going through the same thing you're going through.
0: Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to going to someone else, don't be like, oh well, they're gonna air out my dirty laundry sometimes you're going to have to humble yourself and be like, Hey, I have a problem. Um, and I need to talk to someone about it. For me, when I was a teenager and I was struggling with pornography, I had to go with to somebody because I was hiding it. And until I went to somebody, I didn't feel free. I felt like I was trapped. Yeah. And, because of that, it it affected relationships. It it affected um, my home life. It affected so much about me until I went to someone and I talked about it, and it felt so freeing. And it was it was honestly because I was too prideful. Like I don't want anybody to know about this. It's it's going to make me look bad. It's going to put a bad look on our family, but at the end, whenever I finally said, you know what, I'm done with this. I really need to go and take it to somebody. I just felt so free. And mm-hmm. the um the person that I was talking to actually, we went through this chapter of Romans 6. And it, it took me once I read this to realize I'm no longer a slave to my sin because I felt like I was almost being forced to do it because it was like a thing that I was just kind of punching out. And like after so long, it was like, why am I doing this? Like, it w- I would look back afterwards and I'm like, why did I just do that? Was it because I was just bored or because I didn't have anything to do? And that person was like, whenever you feel tempted, pray. Find something else to do. Whether it was read my Bible, pray, go for a walk, just get your mind off of it. And that's, that's how I broke that addiction, mm-hmm. is whenever I feel tempted, I would pray, I would read the Bible, I would go and find something else to get my mind off of that. Yeah. And once I realized that um, I was no longer a slave to that sin, and um, God had the victory in my life, and um, in verse 12 of Romans 6, it says, Do not let sin control the way you live. Do not give in to sinful desires. Do not let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin. Instead, give yourself completely to God. For you were dead, but now you have new life. So use your whole body as an instrument to do what is right for the glory of God. Sin is no longer your master. For you no longer live under the requirements of the law. Instead, you live under the freedom of Of God's grace. Yeah. And that's what it took me to realize that I had freedom in God's grace.
1: Yeah. And so if you're someone who's sitting there and you're thinking, how does this connect to our legacy? Well, we're talking about the powers of sin. Mm -hmm. And we both share some personal uh, testimonies about the power that is behind sin. Mm -hmm. But... We're talking about how that power is broken. That power of sin is broken, because we have freedom through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ dying on the cross for us, and that that sin is now dead, and that we can live a life of freedom. The way that this connects to our legacy is that these these powerful sins that we encounter mm-hmm. that hold us captive for, you know. Who knows how long? I mean some yeah, people may it could be days, it could, it could be, be
0: years, it could be decades.
1: These are all testimonies that will affect your legacy. Mm-hmm. No matter how powerful the sin is, no matter how long you deal with this sin, mm-hmm. all of this, all of these sins that are now broken, we believe in Jesus name that this sin is broken mm-hmm. But this is all part of your legacy. Right. And earlier Michael read a scripture that talks about how there's someone else out there that's going through mm-hmm. the same thing you're going through.
0: Yeah, first First Peter five nine.
1: Maybe God is putting this that sin that you were dealing with in the past that is now broken, maybe that has been put in your legacy as a tool or a way for you to now minister to somebody in in the future. And maybe at that mm-hmm. time you don't know it because you're going through it and nobody just thinks about that off the top of their head. Right. But maybe further down the line, you're encountering someone who's broken. Mm-hmm. They're in bondage and they're enslaved to their sin. They feel trapped. They feel trapped. And that sin that they're in is the exact thing that you went through. Mm-hmm. And now you're able to share The exact way that you were able to free yourself of that sin. How you were able to take it to the cross, take it to the altar, and give that sin away to Jesus. And you were able to free yourself of that sin because of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that we're someone's Savior. We're not. Jesus is the Savior. But Jesus will put people in your life to point you to Him. Mm -hmm. And maybe, just maybe... God is putting a test or a sin or or something like this in your mm-hmm. life to prepare yourself right. for future things.
0: Right. And for me, it's almost like um, how when you have parents, your parents struggled with something, and as they raise you, they show you the ways to not struggle like they did. Yeah. Like for mom and dad, when... They were younger, and um, I was born. They had problems with their credit. And so as we grew up and we got jobs and we learned how to manage our money, the first thing they told us was how to build your credit, how to manage a bank account, how to um, work hard so that you can earn more money. And so through their trials, they taught us how to... um, how to grow and how yeah. to um, not go through the same potholes that they had in their and life. That
1: was all something that was part of their legacy that affects now what is our legacy. Right. And that's what this all wraps up into. I mean, and we're in this case just talking about the powers of sin that are dead in Christ and we are now free because of God's grace. Mm-hmm. And so, if you do have your Bible, like we said, we read in Romans 6. We read from Romans 6, verse 1, all the way down to verse um, 14. Um, this chapter goes through, um, it's 23 verses long, and I love uh, how much we've talked about. Michael, you have anything else for us?
0: Yeah. Um. Not that I can think of other than like um you know it's something important when the Bible repeats itself. Yeah. And this one chapter constantly repeats itself because we all deal with sin. Yeah. It's it's not something that you can other than Jesus, it's not something you can live without. We're all born into sin.
1: This is a sinful world, and and we're going to encounter it over and over and over again. In this chapter, this chapter continues to remind us that you're dead to sin. Mm -hmm. You are alive. You are free from sin. You can live in freedom because of God's grace. You have God's grace. Mm -hmm. You don't have to live in this sin. Jesus died on the cross for you, and you don't have to live in this sin anymore. Mm-hmm. You're dead to that sin because of the sacrifice Jesus did on the cross.
0: And we're not saying that um, once you ask for forgiveness and once you repent that you're not going to sin anymore. You're still going to be tempted. You're still going to go through trials. You you can't avoid that. As much as I would like to say you can yeah. And um it, it's just not gonna happen. Just like um we live on the coast, it's not if it's when a hurricane's gonna come. Yeah. And so um just like in your spiritual walk, you gotta prepare.
1: It's not if sin will come, it's when, when will this exactly. sin come? And the important thing is is are you gonna be prepared? Right. Are you gonna be prayed up? Are you gonna have enough time spent in the Word that you have some wisdom on how to overcome this sin and approach mm-hmm. this sin and, mm-hmm. and find freedom through that sin. Right. Because we already have the victory. Before you've even committed the sin you're going to commit, you already have the victory because mm-hmm. Jesus died on the cross for you and He has taken that sin from you. We just have to accept that freedom. Right. We, already ha- we have to accept that victory. So, Especially for us guys, it's hard sometimes because of our male pride.
0: Yeah, got to swallow your pride. And that's what we were talking and about
1: earlier. Is that humbling ourselves, mm-hmm.
0: and that's what basically the rest of this chapter is going to talk about. Is um, how our human nature is weak, but through the power of God, we can get through our sins and how. Um, we're free from the obligation of sin and how sin no longer has a hold on us. But it all starts with humility and humbling yourself and realizing you did wrong and then coming to God. I mean, it's it's just mm-hmm. like when you first became a Christian. You had to realize that you're a sinner, yeah and then you had to come to the cross and ask for his forgiveness and then repent i yeah. mean this this is almost christianity 101 and i'm i'm not trying to make um you that's listening feel dumb it's it's um simple to us because we've heard it all our lives yeah but um it's not always like that for everyone.
1: And it's a big deal because we're dealing with something here that affects your eternity. It's going to affect the rest of your legacy. Mm-hmm. Well, are you going to let a sin cap uh, hold you captive the rest of your life or are you going to accept the freedom and live free of that sin and, because of the sacrifice that Christ gave to you on the cross? Mm-hmm. So I think that it's it'll be a, a good... I way to uh, give Romans chapter 6 a part 2. We'll come back next podcast and finish the rest of the chapter. Mm -hmm. We'll pick up on verse 15 and make it through the rest of the verse. Some of it may be a little bit repetitive of what we talked about in this podcast, but it gives a little bit... uh, De- more detail and, and a different perspective. So I'm excited about being able to explore that other perspective of how we are no longer uh, ca- held captive by our sin, but we are alive in Christ and we are free from that sin um, through the sacrifice that Jesus did on the cross by dying for our sins. Right. Our, we are now, our sins are dead.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so we, we hope you um, come back for part two where we finish out the chapter. Um, before we um, close out, just a reminder, we are on YouTube. We are on Facebook. Um, we're on Spotify, iHeart. Um, almost anywhere you can find a podcast, we are there. Um, so,
1: uh, yeah, before we close, I'm going to pray us out and we'll head out. So if you're listening, if you want, it, unless you're driving, don't bow your head.
0: But, uh, <laughs> or close your eyes. Yeah,
1: but if you'd like to pray with us, let's pray. Father God, we thank you so much for uh, everyone who's going to listen, everyone who is listening, Jesus. And we ask that for anyone who's listening that may be struggling with the bondage of sin, that Jesus, you can show them the way to freedom, which is by accepting you and giving that sin over to you. And Jesus, Mm -hmm. I ask that you put people in uh, these guys' lives to be able to um, motivate them, pray for them, and encourage them through these hard times because we've been there and we know that it's not fun, it's not easy to continue to live in the same sin day and day and day Mm -hmm. after another, but we know that we have freedom in the cross, and so Jesus, we ask that you give um, everybody rest, give everybody peace as they continue the rest of their week, and until next time, Father God, we thank you for this opportunity, in Jesus' name,
0: amen. Amen, and with that, this is the Legacy Podcast. I'm Michael Kidwell. I'm
1: Austin Kidwell.
0: See you next time.